Welcome back to another episode of the DVO Show. Thank you for listening or watching another episode. I'm your host, DVO. It's himself, Derek Van Otten. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about getting a damn hobby. Stop playing around. Go experience life, like I said last episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think it's important to have hobbies. Hobbies that entertain you. Hobbies that stimulate your brain. Whatever kind of hobby you're interested in or you think you might be interested in because I encourage you to maybe even try a new hobby. A hobby that you've never done before. Maybe it's building rocking chairs. Um, maybe it's flying airplanes. I don't know. They just came to my head just now. Find a hobby. So it's important to find hobbies because like I was just mentioning, it keeps your brain active. Maybe find something that's different from your day-to-day tasks. So for example, if you're someone that works at a desk all day and maybe you're, you know, you're always typing and maybe you're always kind of using your brain, uh, maybe you're a manager or, or you just, the, the role you do, it just kind of uses your brain more. Find something more, a little bit more physical. Maybe it's working on um, motorcycles. Maybe it's um, taking art classes and drawing. And then vice versa. If you're someone that's maybe a, a mechanic or a machinist, and you're always working with your hands and building things. Maybe something that's a little bit more, up, uh, you know, that uses your brain more. Uh, like Sudoku, crossword puzzles. Different things like that. Maybe try to do something different from what you normally do on your daily task. Find a hobby that's a little different. Find find multiple hobbies, actually. Find the hobbies that interest you. Something that you're interested in. Something that you'd want to learn more about. Even if you take the next few days or few weeks to just read uh, maybe something that you're interested in. I'm going to go back to the example of a motorcycle. Maybe you're interested in motorcycles. You enjoy riding motorcycles. But maybe you're interested in how the mechanics of motorcycles work. Maybe reading up a little bit of it. Maybe that might interest you. Or you might realize, I'm not that interested in it. I just like going for a ride. Uh, If you are interested in motorcycle rides and you live near me, please hit me up. Let's go on a motorcycle ride together. I love taking mine out. But I want to talk about finding hobbies that will keep you entertained, keep you uh, stimulated, keep you active and busy. It's good to do that. It's good to keep the, especially the old brain, the old uh, brain up there to keep it active and, and sharp. Keep it sharp. Keep it learning something new. Maybe you might be interested in books. Maybe getting into a book club, listening to audiobooks. Maybe that might be something for you. Uh, things that are that you use your hand, that you're physical with. Maybe maybe uh, some type of workout. Maybe you're into tai chi or yoga or bodybuilding. Uh, something different. Maybe something that just uses your body. Get get your sweating. Get your get the old ticker pumping. Um, th- you know this is a good hobby. Maybe pickleball, racquetball, tennis. Baseball, basketball, some uh, sports, uh, speed walking. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there because I want you guys to get active. I want you guys to find the hobbies that just keep you sharp. Just keep you sharp in life. And find hobbies that you can incorporate other people with. Group hobbies. So let me talk about some of these. I... I, if, if you know me, you kind of know that I'm interested into the paranormal. I, I know I've mentioned it many times. I'm interested in the paranormal. And I recently went on a paranormal investigation. And I got some pretty interesting evidence. If you're interested, 
You should check out my other, the other things that I do, all right? If you're interested in the paranormal as well, check out my other podcast and my other social media, EVP Podcast or EVP.pod to, to, to find me on social media or find us, I should say. Anyway, we investigated this building. It was We got some very interesting um, evidence and I was sharing this evidence with my brother-in-law and he said, oh, that's cool. Has, has your wife ever showed interest in it? And I had mentioned that my wife, I've, I've brought it up to my wife. I told her if she would like to come. She doesn't seem that interested in it. And, you know, I'm glad she's not. This is a fun hobby for me. This is DVO's hobby. This is a, one of those hobbies that I just kind of don't want to share with my significant other. Um, and that's okay. If there's a hobby that you are interested in, maybe it's boating, maybe it's drag racing, you know, whatever it is. Maybe there's a hobby that you don't want to share. Maybe it's bird watching. I don't know. In fact, what kind of hobbies are you interested in? What are What hobbies are you already doing? I'd love to know. Hit me up on social media. Hit me up with my email. Hit me up with my phone number. Hit me up. I'm curious to know what you guys are doing. Maybe it's something I might be interested in. Maybe we can talk about it. I'd love to do it. Or if you're looking for ideas, hit me up. Anyway, paranormal investigating something I like to do with my brother and friends. I don't really want to bring my wife into that world. Not that she wouldn't fit in. Not that I don't want her to specifically. It's just she doesn't show interest. I, I just kind of want to keep that wall there and say, you know what? This is DVO's thing. This is something just for DVO. There's things that she is interested in. And I'm not that interested in it. And that's okay. I don't need to go and try it unless she really wants me to. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. It's just something that I'm not interested in. I'm interested in other things. Uh, another thing that I'm interested in is golf. She has shown a little interest in golf. So I'm going to take her out golfing. I don't mind if that's something that she wants to do with me. In fact, I would enjoy it. If she wanted to get into golf and that's something we could do together as a couple, I would really enjoy that. I think that'd be fun. Even though most of my golfing experience has happened with my friends, I would not mind her wanting to get involved with me doing that. But paranormal investigating, that's, that's DVO's thing. Him and his friends and my brother, I like to do it with my brother as well. That's kind of our thing. I like to do that. With just us. I don't want to bring her into that world. I want to put that wall there. So what I'm saying to you is get hobbies. Find hobbies you can do with groups. Find hobbies you can do by yourself. And find things that are that are for you. It's okay to find a hobby that your significant other or partner or you know, husband, wife, whatever, whatever you title you give the other person. It's okay if they're not interested in it. It's okay to have a hobby just for you. Maybe you're big into hiking and you like going on long hikes like two or three hour hikes going for five miles at a time, but your significant other is not that interested in it. Don't force them to do it. They're going to be more likely not to, to do it. It doesn't hurt to maybe even say, Hey, do you want to try it with me? Or maybe it's something, maybe going on these long hikes is for you because you need the serenity. You need that peace and quiet. Maybe you like to go meditate when you're by yourself. Maybe that's kind of your thing because you want to do that by yourself and just breathe in the fresh air, enjoy the nature and the surroundings, and you want to do that for yourself. That's okay. But I want you guys to find a hobby that you can do. Again, if it's something 
find something that you're really passionate about, something something that you really enjoy doing. Also find something that's different than the norm, something that you don't, something opposite of what you do on a daily basis. Find something opposite of that. Maybe gardening. I'm just throwing crazy ideas out here for you guys. I hope you guys are <laughs> taking advantage of this and saying, oh yeah, I'd love, I'd love that one. I'm going to do that with DVO. Hit me up if, that, if that's one's for you. Uh, but anyway, find a hobby that you can enjoy. Find a hobby you can do with others. It's good to get in that social environment. Make friends. Talk to people. Because what I like about interacting with new people that have never interacted before, you might find your next best friend. Hey, that's cool. Or you might learn something from someone that you never met before and you hear a story. I enjoy talking with someone who's much older than I am. Because as I've matured and gotten older, I realize that people older than me have experienced more than me and have interesting stories to share and tell. And a lot of times, those are really good stories. Sure, they might drag on a little bit, but they're good stories and they're teaching lessons, they're teaching moments, learning moments. And it's fun to learn from something new. That's why when I first started my podcast, I really enjoyed interviewing other people and kind of picking their brain. Obviously, COVID hit and kind of affected my podcast here. Uh, now it's kind of me just kind of sharing life experience with you guys. Uh, but I'd love to get back into uh, interviewing people, and uh, I will be shortly get, getting back into that. I, I do enjoy that. But it's fun to make new friends and hear different sides of stories and different areas of life and how people grew up. And and so I encourage you guys to get a hobby and get out of your comfort zone again. And just, like I said last time, experience life. Life is awesome. There's so many good things happening out there. Don't waste it being unhappy in a job or in a relationship. Don't be un, don't don't go through unhappy with your circumstances and realize you can change it. All right. Well, my entrepreneur highlight for this episode, it kind of correlates because of a hobby that I'm interested in. One of the hobbies hobbies I'm interested in is shooting guns. I enjoy shooting guns. I enjoy cleaning my guns. Something I like to do. I like the feeling. I like the smell of it. My wife has gone out with me. She seems to like it. She's not a huge fan like I am, but she seems to like it. So sometimes I do it by myself. Sometimes I do it with a friend. Sometimes I do it with my wife. And so that's just one of the hobbies that I've invited her into my world with. And I enjoy when she does wants to do it with me. But I uh, digress. The person I am speaking of today is named Mr. John Browning. And I just kind of ran across his name. I was actually here. Uh, he was actually born in Ogden, Utah. Again, I'm from Utah. I was in a place called Trolley Square. I was out shopping for a cool-looking pen. I I admire nice pens. And I was looking. I was at this nice pen shop, checking out some pens. But while I was waiting for the store to open, I was just going for a walk, just kind of walking around, getting some exercise. And they had these plaques on a railing on the second level, and you can read these plaques and you can also look down at people down on the, the first level anyway i was reading these plaques and i was reading somebody named john browning and he created the browning guns and i didn't know he was from utah I actually i actually had found out that they made the guns here in utah not too long ago but i was very fascinated to find out that the owners were from utah so anyway uh john browning his father basically his family he came from a polygam a polygamous family 
So John's father had three wives, his biological mom and two, they call them sister wives. Now, if you don't know, polygamy in Utah is outlawed, has been outlawed, I have no idea, 100 years, I have no idea, a long time. So when I go somewhere, it's funny, I'll go somewhere out of the country and when I say I'm from Utah, they think, oh, are you polygamous? I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I know of like two polygamous family in the whole 40 years I've lived in Utah. It's kind of a, it's very silly, I think. But it's interesting that people think that. Anyway, over the years, John's father had 22 children with his three wives. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, John worked in his father's uh, gunsmith shop up in Ogden when, at the age of seven. He was already working in his dad's shop. I bet, I'm sure most of the kids did. Um, his father taught him basic engineering and manufacturing principles. Uh, John's father also encouraged his son to try new concepts. Hey, sounds familiar, right, from this episode. I just, just kind of caught that. Try something new. Anyway, at the shop, John developed his first rifle at the age of 10. Can you believe that? John, at the age of 10, working in his dad's shop, was told to try something new. He started trying something new, and he created a rifle at the age of 10. Isn't that crazy? It had a single-shot falling block action design. I don't know what that means. It just sounds cool. Well, in 1878, with his brother, Matthew, they founded... Uh, oh, gosh. You know, it's a long name. They just changed it to Browning Arms Company. I'm so glad they just kept it simple. Browning Arms Company. They began to produce John's rifle as well as other firearms that were non-military. Uh, the rifle garnered attention from Winchester, another gun manufacturer. Um, uh, Winchester ended up buying the design for $8,000. In 1883, Browning and Winchester worked as partners and designed a series of firearms together. Browning also collabed with Colt and Remington. And they have hundreds of factories throughout the world. The Browning automatic rifle was used by the U.S. Army from 1918 until the late 1950s. On November 26, 1926, John Browning was working at a bench on a design for a new pistol that he was working with, but he died of heart failure. All right. One of my favorite quotes that I found of Johnny, in fact, I found a lot of quotes from him. My favorite one was this. This is what he said. Seeing differently is a critical skill for tomorrow's chief technology officers. So this was in 1926. I didn't really think about chief technology officers. as a, I, I know the role. I know the position of, in, in companies. But when I think of chief technology officer, I kind of think of maybe today's technology with computers and so forth. Well, 1926, they didn't have anything like what we have today. So this quote, I really, I really like because he was saying, seeing differently is a critical skill for tomorrow's chief technology officers. Think to the future. Think of the next steps. I like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, that is John Browning of Browning uh, Firearms Company. Anyway, I hope you find a very cool hobby that you can get into. Again, I'd love to know if you already have cool hobbies or if you're going to start searching for a new hobby that's different from what you usually do just to try and experience 
something different, please hit me up. I'm easy to find. You can just go to my website, dvanauten.com, and easily reach out to me there. Have a great one. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.